Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and we have another letter from a listener. Well, this one was actually a scroll attached to a dagger that Den Den found driven into the bar of the Lazy Turnip this morning. But it wasn't on fire, so there's that. This scroll is from Kiktar the Merciless, and he writes, The serpent's spine shall fall, and the true rulers of Pandaria shall rise. Submit to the Mantid, or die. Wow. We have listeners in the Dreadwastes? That's great! Thanks for writing, Kiktar. And now, on with the news. In local news, Master Go of the Silken Fields is calling for the assistance of any adventurers in the valley to defeat Mothalus. Created by Silken Fields journeyman Chu, this enormous creature and its spawn are wreaking havoc with silk production. According to Chu, he was only trying to create a better silkworm to improve silk production, and things got out of hand. But personally, I think that story has a few holes in it. Man, I really need to write some better jokes. In news from around Azeroth, Pandaren adventurers are reporting the presence of a dark and dangerous threat to Azeroth that has emerged in the Azuna region of the Broken Isles. Withered Jin can be found on the Isle of the Watchers, but is only expected to be there for a few days more. So, I guess any adventurers could go confront this threat, or just wait? The half Hill Report is made possible in part this week thanks to a generous donation from Master Cooper Ho-Hai at the Stormstout Brewery, who crafts the finest barrels from only the very best materials. The brewmasters at Stormstout know that a great brew is created in a great barrel, and they put their trust in Ho-Hai. Shouldn't you? And now, the farm report. Jogu's word on tomorrow's crops is... Striped melons. Again? Okay, I, I give up. I just don't know anymore. So I'll leave it up to you listeners whether to take his advice. After all, I'm certainly no farmer. Just ask my dad, or my brothers, or anyone, really. Checking the Azeroth calendar. Well, it's a quiet week here in Azeroth. But we're about one week away from the start of the Dark Moon Fair and the beginning of the Feast of Noble Garden. So start making your travel plans to your favorite capital city to attend these wonderful events. This week, we're continuing our feature of Great Moments in Pandaren History, where we're exploring the rich lore and tradition of Pandaria. Last week, we covered the earliest days of Pandaria and the cruelty of the Mogu, which led up to the Pandaren Revolution led by Kang, the Fist of Dawn. But before we cover the revolution and the formation of the Pandaren Empire in detail, we should first ask, who was Kang and how did he become the Fist of Dawn? In his early life, Kang, like many Pandarens, was the son of a brewmaster whose parents were killed 
by the Mogu. The Mogu then sent a young Kang to the Serpent Spine to fight the Mantids. Devastated by the Mogu cruelty, Kang meditated much on this and came to the conclusion that the Mogu's cruelty towards their slave races was motivated not by strength, but by weakness and fear. The Mogu knew they were completely dependent on their slave races and could only survive by keeping them subservient. Kang dedicated himself to exposing this and using that weakness and dependency to bring down the Mogu. One of his greatest challenges was that slave races, including the Pandaren, were forbidden from even touching a weapon. So Kang perfected his body as the ultimate weapon, hiding it from his Mogu masters by making the movements look like a graceful dance. Kang passed this new fighting style along to his fellow slaves and it spread throughout Pandaria and became known as the Way of the Monk. When the Mogu realized what was happening and began to violently suppress this movement, Kang and many of his followers retreated into the remote mountains of Kunlai Summit. There built a monastery and met the august celestial Zhuen, the White Tiger. From Zhuen, Kang and his followers learned the secrets of inner strength that were available to anyone of true heart. And it was from there, the Temple of the White Tiger, which stands yet today, Kang led his first assaults on the Mogu. We'll talk about those early days of the revolution in a future episode. Well, despite the dagger found in the bar, once again this week I'm coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, where they always have cold, refreshing, storm-stout brew on hand to quench the thirst that comes after a hard day in the fields. When in doubt, reach for a storm-stout. Thanks for joining me again, and make sure to listen later this week for Power Walking with Anthea, where Half Hill's own Master of the Walk, Anthea Ironpaw, will share her tips of the perfect stir-fry and may even let us in on the secret of her sea mist rice noodles. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. <laughs>